Welcome, friends, to the Girl Mom Podcast. This is Carrie Kempakis, your host. Today's episode is for those of us who tend to get chatty and see our teenagers' eyes glaze over as we give life lessons. With my own teenagers, I've learned that attention spans are limited, and I'm lucky to get 30 seconds of a life lesson in. Being clear, concise, and brief, and not asking too many questions helps keep them talking. It allows us to have conversations that keep them engaged. I don't always get it right, but when I do, it makes a big difference. Whether you're listening to this episode alone or with a friend, I hope you find it helpful and relevant. This message is also available on my website as a new blog post. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Like most parents, I have wisdom to share with my kids. Wisdom that can really help them based on my experiences and mistakes. With my teenagers, however, I have realized that attention spans are limited. Particularly with life lessons, too much at once makes them tune out. Gone are the days where they will listen at length. At this stage, I'm lucky to get 30 seconds of a life lesson in. Apparently, this is pretty common. While talking with another mom about the need to abbreviate speech, she admitted how her oldest daughter once told her, When I need advice, I like going to dad because he's more concise. Ouch. Did I mention how a sense of humor is a must while raising teenagers? After some reflection of what this daughter said to her mother, I realized how I do the same. Many of my friends do the same, too. We all call our dads for counsel because they cut to the chase. They deliver one quotable remark, one statement to hang our hat on, and then move on in conversation. Consequently, I know grown women and men who can quote their father's zingers from 20 or 30 years ago. A wise nugget with perfect timing stays forever etched in the brain. Now, I'm not saying that moms aren't quotable and concise, because many are. I know ladies who can drop truth bombs like the queens and still magnolias. Often, however, we get too chatty. We unload too much at once, and the gems get lost in the shuffle. I know I'm certainly prone to this, and that is why I'm working on it. Instead of delivering life dissertations, I'm aiming to be concise. I also aim to ask fewer yet better questions. Another mom I know says that her daughter shuts down if she probes too deeply on a subject. Their running joke is, that's three questions, mom. You've hit your limit. Nothing will shut a teenager down like the Spanish Inquisition. And since our time with them is often limited, it's important to use that time wisely. Talking in shorter spurts ensures that we get heard and gives our teenagers the space to share their points of view. Teen counselor Sissy Goff explains this well in her book, Intentional Parenting. Sissy writes, She hears you. He hears you. But he probably stops listening after the first paragraph. So, make your words count. Engage him in the conversation. Ask him what he thinks. Ask her how she feels about a situation. And trust that you have an impact, even if it doesn't register, on his or her teenage face. Good communicators are clear and concise. They're also quick to listen, and as my girls grow up, I try to take this to heart. I find that when I do listen, my thoughts begin to focus. I can zone in on thoughts that are relevant to the conversation, not just the thoughts I want to share and say. Shorter talks that go well open the door to longer talks. They build credibility and trust. And while every family is different and every parent has different strengths, I encourage moms like me, who like to process life out loud, to notice when their teenager's eyes glaze over and save the processing for adult friends. When a teenager stops listening, there may be a reason. Their already taxed brains may be completely tapped out. It may be time for a new approach, 
one that reduces their mental clutter and gets straight to the point. Does brevity guarantee that we will be our teenager's go-to counsel? Of course not. Even if we nail the one-liners, we may not be first in line. The goal, however, is dialogue, short or long, in passing or at length. Having a shared language with our teenagers is the intent. Being concise can encourage our teenagers and build dialogue. It lets our teenagers get a word in edgewise so the wisdom can flow both ways. And who knows, in the process of building a shared language, we may deliver a zinger or two. We may hold our own in making memorable remarks. Timed correctly, it may be a remark that our teenagers always remember, one they can hang their hat on and continue to quote from us 20 or 30 years from now. Friends, thank you for tuning in today. I'm so grateful to have you here. If you enjoyed this show, please tell your friends, leave a ratings or review, and subscribe on iTunes so you can access new episodes as soon as they drop. Also, my new book for moms of teenage girls is now available, and it's getting a terrific response, so check it out in the show notes. I'm thankful to be on this journey with you, and I'm praying for you and those special girls in your life.